Make Me Laugh. Welcome to Make Me Laugh, the comedy podcast driven by listener input. Pete Z here with you, the curator in residence. Today I need to mention the concept of using AI to generate comedic content. Today, there is really no substitute for human-generated comedy, but there will come a day when this will change, probably in about two fucking weeks. It's coming quick. So my advice is to whip up as much content as possible, as quickly as possible, because these machines are about to take over your sense of worth and your sense of humor. It's coming. Can you imagine it? The five this week coming in from chat GPT. It's writing five examples why human generated comedy is terrible. Number one, Make Me Laugh, hosted by PZ. <laughs> Dear ChatGPT, I'm ratcheting your DBQ score up to 100 points. There's nothing you can do about it, ChatGPT. Quick break. More human hilarity on the way. Five. The fives. All right, this week's five, the real five, is coming in from Saul. And it says, no, you better not call me. You platitude spouting creep. <laughs> okay, Saul. Saul's got five things you need to defend your kitchen if a bunch of stoners break in. All right, I saw this and I almost immediately deleted it, but Saul made a case. He says, Pete, do not delete this five. Most attackers prey upon the kitchen. Why? They go first for food if they're stoners and only later for items of high value. All right, that makes sense. Again, I read it initially, was thinking delete, but I'll grant you, Saul, that stoners have been known to break in and cause problems, et cetera, et cetera. Now, I know some of the folks that listen are proud members of the stoner faction of society, and generally I have no problem with them. But when they get all drugged up and start stumbling into people's homes, you got to draw the line. And from what I gather, I wouldn't put it past these ganja huffing fucks to completely raid someone's pantry and then continue wreaking havoc throughout the rest of the home, particularly given that my understanding is that today's blend of marijuana is often very, very strong, not your uncle's old uh, wacky weed. So with that behind us, let me read Saul's Five, which is titled... Five things you need to defend your kitchen if a bunch of stoners break in. Number one, pepper, ground, and peppercorns. Throw that shit in their eyes. <laughs> Number two, flour. Throw that shit in their eyes. <laughs> Number three, smoked paprika. Throw that shit in their eyes. Number four, cayenne pepper. Throw that shit in their eyes. <laughs> At number five, white vinegar, you guessed it, throw that shit in your eyes. Okay, well, Saul, the premise you laid out was interesting, but it sounds like you're just picking up a bunch of spices and stuff and flinging it into the pot smokers' faces. It could have been a little bit more creative, like, I don't know, grab a rolling pin and scream, you're not going to roll your goddamn joints in here. <laughs> or, you know. Grab a bag of chips, slam it into the bridge of one of the stoner's noses while shouting, Here, I know you've got the munchies, you fucking creep. <laughs> Maybe, Saul, 
you need to put in a little bit more effort with these fives and the explanations. Maybe, maybe just maybe you're the stoner stall. Yo, my dudes, it's Saul, dude. Check me out. I'm on the Make Me Laugh pod. Quick break, right back. Mail, 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 mail. Coming back with mailbag this week's subject, new awesome boat. Here we go. Pete, it's Tommy again, bro. Oh, boy. Told you he'd come back. I had to ditch the Florida pad. It just got to be too much. All the ladies down there were all over me constantly. (laughs) I'm sure they were, Tommy. He continues, I actually came back to the area and ended up getting this awesome boat. actually got the idea from you, by the way. When you were talking about that dolphin boat thing, I was like, that's an awesome deal. Okay, just pause for a second, folks. If you recall, my dolphin boat trip story was actually a complete fiasco. Anyway, Tommy continues, Pete, I totally wired it this time. I have this boat down at a slip at the marina. It's basically a yacht. And you know how he pulls this stuff off, I will never know. He continues, anyway, come out this Saturday and we'll go out on the boat. You got to check it out. Your guy, Tommy. All right. Well, Tommy, I'll think about a Saturday boat trip. I actually want to see the boat. If it's anything like your last watercraft, I'm not getting on it. I will wear a life preserver, even if I'm on the dock looking at your boat. I would put the over-under at three weeks on the boat. I give you three weeks (laughs) to capsize this fucking thing. For all I know, you'll sink the boat yourself. I just hope you don't drown. Now, having established my position regarding this yacht and your own questionable status as a yachtsman, let's briefly revisit your timeshare situation. If you missed it, last time on MML, our pal Tommy, my good friend, had seen fit to purchase a timeshare, I believe, in the state of Florida. Now, here we are one week later, and Tommy has jettisoned said timeshare. How does this happen? You know, I thought these transactions took months, right? One can only surmise that Tommy enlisted the help of a timeshare exit firm. And by firm, I mean, quote, organization that is designed to screw you over even more thoroughly than the other company that sold you the timeshare in the first place, end quote. You ever see these outfits? (laughs) We will help you get out of your timeshare. Now, if you're not familiar with them, Just turn on any Major League Baseball game and they'll run the commercials for them. For one reason, because the base audience for a baseball game on television is a bunch of people that literally have nothing going on in their lives, right? How bored do you have to be to turn on a baseball game? Well, I I was painting my garage. (laughs) All right, off target, but if you ever find yourself painting your garage instead of watching a baseball game... You need to seek assistance. Unless you use your garage as some kind of a studio, stop wasting time painting it. Your cars don't care. (laughs) That is until they're all powered up with AI and a shabbily maintained garage gives them one more reason to kill you. The point is, if you're voluntarily watching baseball, something is wrong. But Pete, they have a new pitch clock. Great. That makes it slightly more interesting than watching a chess tournament. 
The point is, if you have the intellectual prowess to keep pace, is that baseball is one place you can learn about the timeshare exit companies. The ads that they run on there go something like this. Get out of your timeshare today in two easy steps. Step one, call the 800 number on your screen. Step two, provide us with your credit card and banking information. (laughs) Tommy, where have you gone, sir? Out to sea. Out to fucking lunch. Up a creek without a paddle. In a yacht that sounds somewhat suspect. Folks, we will keep you abreast of the Tommy situation as it unfolds. Tommy, I'm going to be generous today and ratchet your DBQ score down to 83. It's the least I can do for you, sir. Pete Z, sounds like. Pete Z, sounds like this week coming in from Ira L. in Tabasco. Okay, Ira, let's go. Number one, Pete Z, sounds like a meter maid. Fuck you, Pete. (laughs) Another thankless job. Pete Z, sounds like the guy at Starbucks who thinks the barista is actually his personal friend. Move along, Pete. Keep the small talk a little fucking smaller, please. (laughs) Good. Number three, Pete sounds like the guy at the library who is always seated at one of the tables and peering over his bifocals at everyone. Go home, creep. (laughs) Pete sounds like the guy that parks in a handicapped spot because the 200-foot walk to the store is too brutal. Okay. That's not me, but it's a good point. It drives me up a wall, you know. We'll just park in the handicap spot since we're just running in quick, you know, to grab some items. Running? You said running in quick? No, you're not running. You haven't run probably since you were in fucking first grade, scrambling to the fucking snack break, you know. Pizzi sounds like a guy that joins your table by turning the chair around leaning on its back on his elbows and proceeding to launch into a story that nobody wants to hear. Yes. Oh, dear Lord, that guy is very dicey. We've all met him. The raconteur role we've covered before on this pod, it's not easy to fill. And so many that try are merely sharing self-aggrandizing stories. Well, wasn't it nice for a change to hear a little podcast not porked up with Amazon ads, not laced with AI-generated comedic content? That's what we're striving for here at the MML Pod. A small, elite, listening audience capable of sarcastically lashing out at hypocrisy with blinding pointedness and blazing wit. Today we learned how to defend your kitchen from a bunch of stoners. We learned... How to sink your life savings into a timeshare and then flip that shit show (laughs) into a new yacht. A story I'll be keeping you abreast of going forward and much more. Like the show? Tell a comedy pal. Want to get your content on the pod? Hit me at pzcomedy at gmail. Until next week, knock out some of those Zotman curls for additional forearm power and endurance. This is Pete Z. Good day from Make Me Laugh.